Welcome to the Jen and Gina Show, the podcast where we take you on an exciting adventure through the heart and soul of the Western industry. We are here to inspire, uplift, and empower women who are chasing their dreams in the Western world. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Jen and Gina show. This is episode number 22. I think this week our topic is going to be why have I been attending barrel racing clinics? Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Barrel racer versus breakaway roper. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I'm not sure which is meaner at this point. (laughs) Let's just be honest. Oh, come on. Um, yeah. So how have great grace and gratitude showed up for you this week? Well, since our, our topic, I was thinking I'm going to go for some gratitude. And I'm kind of grateful that the WPRA has combined and added the breakaway and it's and it is combined and gotten a bigger association. You know, it's cool. Yeah. You know, the numbers and everything and, and everything, all that has grown. So I'm I'm grateful those two worlds are colliding together. That is that is very true. Yeah. That's how about you? What gr- grace and gratitude? Um, I'm going to be grateful. Um, I think Jenny's uh, making me a new journal because I haven't been journaling because I ran out of pages of my journals. So <laughs> terrible excuse, right? Such a bad excuse. But I think that's important to um, write your gratitude down, especially this time of year. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Agreed. What, anything new with your app going on? Um, since we're on the breakaway versus barrel racer topic, um, it's definitely for barrel racers, too. We've got uh, ground conditions, arena conditions in there, so you can keep notes on that. Good idea. Along with your videos, your times, and also, like, if you're running a colt, you can keep track of how many places you've ran him. So this is his 10th run out or his, you know, fifth run, mm-hmm. um, that as well. And then it all will store under you and the horse. Ooh, that's so. Especially right now, because isn't last week the first time you could run your new faturity horse? Correct. Year. Yes. Yeah. So it'd be outstanding information to keep track of on that. And that's good. Good time to start. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Like new security horses. Yes. It'd be. It'd, and it's one of those things where if you just do it every time and added the information in, you will get so much more out of it at the year end for yourself or when you go to sell that horse or if you need any information, it's all there in one location. All right. Instead of trying to go back and recreate it. Yeah. You just go to your profile and click the animal. And it's all of all of it's there. Yeah. The Contestant yep. Center app. Yes. Yeah, so, so hopefully it'll help the barrel racers along with the breakaway ropes. That would be good. Yes, all help is needed. Yes. <laughs> all right, so what do we mean? Why are you attending barrel racing clinics? Yes, so it started out a year, almost a year ago here, close to at, at Nina, Bonina's. They had a clinic, and I'm like, okay. The reason I started was is because with my red mare, I couldn't, I could get her to a spot, but she still was sticky to the right. Okay. And no matter what vet work I did, balance, like it just couldn't couldn't get her go to the right. Can't get her go to the right. She's still pretty stiff in the box, and she wouldn't come back to the right on cattle. Got it. It's how I felt it in my breakaway runs, and she was still real bracy in the box. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go. And there I went to the first one, and I was like, oh, this it was really inf- and it was just two days. It was awesome. Who'd you go to with that one? I went to Paul Humphrey. It was. I've been to okay. four, one, two, three, four Paul Humphrey's clinics in less than a year. And just how it has seemed to kind of work out. So that was cool. And then I went there and I told him, I'm like, when I go to the right, she feels this way. Well, within the first 
the first day, the first drills. So, so he has ground zero drills, which are poles and cones. And then he believes in you only set the barrels up in a barrel pattern. Okay. And then he puts poles and cones around them. And then you do drills off of them. Okay. That's just kind of his whole philosophy on yep. that piece of it. Okay. And so um, the second, the funny part, this by the end of the second day, Autumn's like, oh, well, I like to turn a barrel. <laughs> it's hilarious, right? Um, and then today, like after this last weekend, she's like prancing along after we <laughs> like we didn't even go that fast. <laughs> she's so happy about herself. She is, she is. Um, so anyway, so by the first day of the first clinic, what we were having to do, I could feel the weaknesses in my horse's body. Okay. And not I mean, I knew the weaknesses, but the weaknesses brought the drills out and it allowed me a way to work through the weaknesses and build that strength. Okay. So it gave me that method. And then the other cool part about it is, is there's always um, a way to move through the drill that I'm not arguing with her. Sure. Yeah. So I think, and that's why I kept going back. Yeah. Well, it was funny because like I was talking to Will Schmidt the other day and he was saying the same thing. He goes, when we heal, I do the same thing. I pick my horse's shoulder up just like you go around a barrel. And I was like... Yeah, you do. <laughs> right. You know, and we forget about that. There is so many th- correlations that are or similarities that go hand in hand with all of that. And I agree. I think uh, the more you're aware of yourself and your horse's strength mm-hmm. and weaknesses, then you can you can apply them elsewhere. And yeah. Oh, 100 percent. So like so applying that strictly to breakaway roping, I think any horse that is bad in the box mm-hmm. is missing a hole somewhere. Yep. And I think because they have imbalances in their bodies, then they get more sore. Yep. Like they you're tearing the joints down um, because you're not using them biomechanically correctly. Yep. So instead of their muscles firing, now it's pushing pressure on the tendon or joint. Yes. And creating either soft tissue injuries or joint injuries. Got it. Or okay. inflammation for, for lack of a better term. Right. Yeah. So Adam's a completely different horse a year later. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. Completely different horse. Yeah. She doesn't have that stiffness, that funky thing to the right. Um, interesting, though, like uh, I talked on the last podcast, the first day, I could still feel it because we upped the level of the drills finally on the, that's why I went back to this clinic, where it was a quote unquote advanced clinic. So we upped the level on the drills and um, that's her weak, her, uh, like there, her weakness is still there. And I think you always have, like, you're always going to have a stronger versus a weaker side, but right. it gave me that next level so we can work on that. Sure. Um, no, I, I could see it. Like, I, I would love to learn those drills as well, but I know we're, I, we bought that little mare Lux for JC mm-hmm. and she was terrible in the box. Same thing, you know. And then when I just rebroke her and started her over and then we f- the same thing. She had pulls. She she knew the pulls fairly well, but she was pretty sticky on those end pulls where we worked on some of those freeing up the shoulders and, mm-hmm. and getting control of the back end, you know. And once that was in control, you go in the box and you ask her to do the same thing and it's easy. She just locks right in now. And then she just does it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, Paul, you know, and I think it's nothing new, right? It's, it's not new information. It's balance. And the reason I kept going back to Paul is his base. He was 10 years in cow horse. Okay. He's not based in barrels. He's always wanted to be a barrel racer from my understanding of his history, but he spent 10 years in a cow horse barn, raining, not raining cow horse, but a working cow, working cow horse. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So therefore it's hand in hand. Yeah. Correlates. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, but the idea of its balance, left and right balance, mm-hmm. um, 
ribcage mobility because the ribcage has to move to drive the ribcage up into the shoulder. And then that's what lifts the shoulder. Okay. And that's what engages the hind end. Got it. Right? Yep. And it's so, and it's about that connection with your horse and that communication. Yeah. And I mean, you can take that all straight to the box too. Like mm-hmm. you, even just to get the horse in the box, well, if they're locking up and doing that, then they're not, if you don't, if you don't pick up their nose and you don't have their shoulder, you don't have their rib cage, and you don't have their hind end, you're not going to find the corner. No. And, and, and if, if there is some tension in the box, which there is. Oh yeah. You're, if you don't have the basics and you're missing that community communication which means either they i think communication as is maybe they know it but you don't know how to ask them yep okay very good i see that a lot in some kids and i'm just like hey especially when people on the ground i'm like hey do this on the horse and then it'll help lock that in and you know or certain things like right. a lot of that's where i think ground people help some of those kids that don't know how to ask for it yes 100 percent. right yeah so there's that communication piece right um or there's that um like missing link in there right well lots of times horses you the first thing he always asks is can you lope your horse in a straight line and that's the very first drill is can you lope your horse in a straight line nobody can do it it's very hard i learned that in a sharon camera like i watched hers and Uh she does uh instead of circles she does squares and i was like what why are we doing straight lines and then i was like oh yeah Fastest distance between two points of the straight line. The straight line. <laughs> yeah, it's right. And spiral or breakaway roping again. Right. right? So, but even so, you got to yeah. ride in a straight line and then you got to turn your horse around. And I ride in a straight line forward and a straight line back. And do you know, like, those are high level horsemanship skills if done correctly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then what do we want our horses to do? We want to break in a straight line. We want them to cross over so that we need them to come to the left to get behind the cattle and then come back to the right when that calf comes back with us, right? All right. that ribcage mobility. Yeah. And stay and, and in order to do that, they have to be balanced. And then stop. And then stop. And stop is being balanced. Yeah. Left and right. Yeah. Cool. So therefore I have now been to four home. I took autumn to three. And Sam got to go to one. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, Sam. <laughs> but you know what? Sam can now lope a circle in each direction. I was just going to say, but you you could not get him to lope in that one lead, correct? You couldn't hardly. Nope. You just couldn't no. get it to lope. It yeah. wasn't left or right consistently. It was when you loped, you couldn't ask for a specific lead. Got it. Mm-hmm. And then you, you worked yeah. through that little yeah. walk. Yeah. So now he has his leads. He has a little bit of left and right. He gets, oh, my God, he's so mad when you work on him. He's like, <laughs> I don't need to know this. How old is Sam? Sam's 15. Yes. So yeah. he thinks he does not need to know it. Oh, yeah. And um, and when I was writing Aud- or Maddie, it was really good for Maddie. Sure. Oh, I bet. Uh, yeah. So I have used it more. I've used the drills to more rehab my horses Re- or go back and add that postural control piece of it. Yes. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I've i always grown up doing drills. You know, I went to Junie Mill and Mackey Clinics mm-hmm. growing up. And so we've always just done drills. And that was kind of my warm up because we usually we did more than one event on the one course. So, you know, if just to trim down the practice still I always did the drills as my warm-up to rope but then really I was enforcing those you know through the helping as well really and um but I didn't ever realize why or how it really helped in the roping or and then but now it's you can hear I mean even the headers are like always hollowing out or you know there's just so much of the same Mm -hmm. you know muscle movements that help you know in every event in every event right every horse needs to have a balanced yes Every event needs to have a balanced horse. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's what I wanted to say. Yes, very much so. 
Yeah. If you want it to work properly. Well, and, and stay working. And stay working and not yeah. and stay sound. Very true. Um, stay away from the, you know, um, if you want it to not hurt and to mentally stay engaged. Yeah. Because I think that's the first thing people should look at for when, when their horses are sore and when their horses stop working because um, they are liking the anxiety piece of it. I would go back to your your, the rider's level of education around horsemanship. Okay. Like, go number back. one step. Yeah, go back to your basics. Yeah. Of horsemanship. Horsemanship. Right? And and you got to have that feel, though, right? Because you or I can step on a horse and feel mm-hmm. feel it. Might not always know why. I usually struggle with the why piece of it or the all that, you know. Or how come it's how doing um, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, right? I get way in the weeds. But you can usually step on a horse and feel. Yes. Something, on. Something, yep. something, something. So. Yep. I agree. Yes, I'm more of a let me feel it. <laughs> let me look at it and watch you. <laughs> yes, right. I could like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, at the clinic last week, and you, there was a lot you could look at and say, oh, yeah. Oof. Well, it was super interesting. At, I know we should almost be done, but like the one gal that just did drills, her horse, but her horse's body was amazing. Like all of the muscles were defined, not defined, like really defined yeah. but just like filled in yeah like it and and the, it had lateral side muscles it was amazing cool like, like she was a wreck the first day like mentally a wreck so therefore the it looked terrible but you knew she was doing the drills um and but it got better so we can went on um because the horse was physically physically how the built built correct yeah yeah so it could keep handling it yeah yeah well and you could tell she'd done the work got it she just got to a pl- in the place when people were watching and oh okay art. got it so is that writer error that was there? Right. that was right. that was right yeah the, yes she meant the the writer mentally fell apart got it okay we did some things as a or Chrissy I helped Chrissy kind of coach her through it the next day through the team piece of it and she did amazing so once she okay. got out of her head gotcha yeah the horn so how how do you do that how did how do we or yeah how do you like if you see a kid fighting that or you they they're they can do it perfectly in the practice pen and they go to a rodeo or an event and they can't handle it well that's yeah where do you start there what um and where we started with this lady was um how can we support you you know we we started out with intentions and um we all said attention because there was a group of us and it's kind of different and then um Simple intentions for the for the for the day or for this clinic ride, yep. and then we, um, how do you want to be coached? Which we had talked about a lot. Roles, yep, the roles, and then we talked about how to support. Cool, how okay. we could support her. Okay, and then as it in that it just with the starting with that, how how can I support you? Question. Um, it got her to talking about it so then i forget what the follow-up it's probably it's probably helps with that judgment and it gets that judgment out of your head and you're like oh and her whole demeanor once we asked that question because she was just you could just see it see it yeah and i asked that question or i anyway yeah chrissy um her whole demeanor changed this, cool yeah. and yeah and she went like she went from being like introverted or you know like in herself and her her chest came up and her shoulders opened up and then she started to speak out and awesome she, yeah. yeah and then um, we uh wrote for ourselves a little mo- mo- like a, a saying yeah um what if we can fly but what if, but what yeah but what if you fly right 
Gotcha. Yes. But yes, because if not, you know, what if you don't? Exactly. That yeah. that that quote. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then we rechecked in with her a little bit. So we're like, oh, yeah, that support. So very nice. Cool. Yeah. Good job. Good work. That's fun. Right on. Well, don't be afraid to uh, attend a breakaway clinic or attend a barrel racing clinic, even if you're not in that event, because you never know what you're going to help or learn or find. Yes. Cool. And uh, get some grit, grace and gratitude. And I hope this helped you guys out and we will catch you guys next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on our adventures today. We hope you enjoyed saddling up with us on the Jen and Gina show. Remember success in the Western industry is all about grit, grace, and gratitude.